Hey guys, this is Jesus, one of the following Patreon listeners. Brownie Davis, Fabian, Sam, Michael Merwin, Rogue's Retreat, Dana Schiffer, Daniel Andrelick, Kevin Smith, John Shereb, and Call Me Ishmael. Thanks for helping us survive Octopi Prison. Imprisoned in the Bay of Pelsine, the travelers must meet the Octopi Queen and present their case. Will she allow them to continue on their journey, or will she imprison them for the safety of her kingdom? Swim up next is, to him. Is Nykor uh, I- I part of the uh, group that is escorting us? Yeah, he he's with you, but he's not, he's not armored or anything okay. like that. He's leading you. Okay. Yep. I don't ask Nykor about it. I don't know if he likes me. Of course no one likes you. <gasps> Pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> Nikor. Yes? What's to the west? Uh, more ocean as far as I'm aware? Or what do you mean? I look towards uh, Moral. There's a blackish purple light. Ah, light. that. Yes. What is that? What is it? Some sort of interdimensional object. <gasps> so you know. It's hard to miss. Is it always been there? Oh, for the last... Oof. Actually, I don't have those numbers in front of me. I apologize. But a while. I feel like maybe it's just me, but that's something to be concerned about, right? <laughs> Young one, you don't live. You don't have a civilization that lasts a billion years by poking things. So you're just leaving it alone. Ow, would you stop? <laughs> <laughs> well, important things anyway. So you're just leaving it alone? Yeah, as far as I know, it's been there for several million years with no problems. Oh, okay. So it's one of those, it's been here for a while, as in a million years. Yes. Several. Several, several million years, It's yes. been here for lifetimes. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. That's just... Well, your lifetime. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll just keep on, just keep on floating. All right. And, yeah. And then, eventually, you're led off into, uh, towards the, towards the center of the sea, there's this, uh, the biggest of the towers, and you're led down towards its base. Through one of those holes, and you go to numerous uh, coral corridors, and you're led uh, deep within, and you see yourself go into another porthole, another hole, and you in a, a relatively nice uh, circular room, like you're inside a spear. This is not our first prison. Everybody, yeah, it's, it's a prison. <laughs> everybody choose your shackles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, not, you I have... am not. I am not shackled next to. Tegas. Yeah, yeah, thank no, you very yeah. much. Yeah. Actually, no. I'm gonna change that. Uh, you see, you see, uh, you see, his nitro go through, and. He goes to uh, he goes into the depths, and you see what looks like just a, just a small knot hole, very tiny. And you look you look in, it's just it goes in for about an inch, and that's it. He looks at it like this is about right place, and he takes out some strange device and he presses it against that hole, and the hole begins to expand into a large spherical room. I want everyone who's who's sighty, you two, give mm-hmm. me a twelve Numenera roll. Nope. No. Actually, don't you automatically pass this? Uh, if you're trained? Yeah, because it's 12. Yes, yeah. yes, 12, so you yes. You automatically uh-huh. Yes. I rolled the 13, so yeah. You're looking at it, and you first think, oh, it's just cr- uh, basically carving out space. Right. Then you realize that's not it. Then you think, oh, it's probably just making it bigger on the inside. That's a common technology. Mm-hmm. And you realize that is not it. This device is actually creating space. Huh. The universe is literally a smidgen bigger because of this device. He created bit of a universe just to contain you guys. It won't work. 
<laughs> You're not the first to try. Yeah. the last. Enter, please. And you guys okay. swim in. Yeah, I walk in. And so Moral is most excited, probably pauses, because no one has ever been in this specific spot <laughs> ever oh, in the Mar- of time. Moral probably just like shoves us all out of the way and goes in first. Me <laughs> <laughs> first! I get the dungeon! This is one five step. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. Yes. Moral does not have to be told to walk inside. She's like, okay. Get into the cell and don't try to fu- <laughs> <laughs> You can live here now. This is my home. Mine. I claim it. You get your own universe. <laughs> <laughs> this universe ain't big enough for the four of us. <laughs> oh, okay. Click it. gets a little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> He's like, well, I promise it'll be a day at the most. Just uh, if you need any foods, uh, you like fish, right? Yeah. All right, we have fish, we have seaweed, if that you're inclined. We have plenty of wa- fresh water. And just to make it more comfortable, and he presses a, a panel, and you notice the water start to go down, at least in your small spiritual, spiritual room, and you're back on your two legs. Uh, what, back on the ground. Are we dry? The, you're dry. Completely okay, dry. Cool. What is the light source? Mm? Moss. Moss? Yes. Okay. Very bright moss. Mm. Yeah. All around you. And, and in some cases, the coral itself is glowing. Do they have any beds in here, or is it just like a cube? It's more of a spear, but yes. Uh, oh, so there but, are like little areas. Uh, they, to- they, they uh, with the, when he created that space, it also started form like beds and stuff like that, and and, and a table, no food or anything, but like com- it's enough to make you comfortable. Yeah, it's it's a coral like coral. Like, think it, of it, it as a coral built home. in, yeah. so it's vaguely like that. That's a bench, but it's not like this is a leather chair exactly. that you can move. It's like no, it's all, it's a bench. Yeah, yeah, all made of coral. Nobody cool. has touched this matter before. What's the matter? This matter. This wasn't stardust. This was... I don't know what this was. It could be stardust from another dimension. It's, it's coral. Well, but all things are made from the... <sighs> oh, like it. You said... <laughs> you said something about fish? Um, oh, yes. What, we would like some fish. We have yes, many options. Fugu. Fugu. Uh, oh, we have, give me a few minutes. Thank Anyone you. else? A vegetarian. A seaweed it is. Next. Whatever you got. Uh-huh. Hit me with it. Morel? Whatever's fresh. Very We're well. Still just looking. I mean, it is a plain coral room. There is nothing of note here, <laughs> and yet Moral is memorizing every nook and cranny. Mm-hmm. We look over, and Moral's put one notch into the wall for how many days she's been in the joint. <laughs> <laughs> she's already tattooing herself with. Moral's a- already like trying to shove like the coral towels into her like briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and and uh, Nycor leaves. Leaving you to your own devices. Uh, if you look out, it's the 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 hole itself is still clear, so you can see through it, and you see across from you uh, octopus, a guarding octopus with a spear and a, and a gun, and fully armored. Did they take our weapons, or did they didn't they, take anything? Did they me. look at our weapons? Like, do you want to take our weapons? You're like, those are weapons. Okay. You got that impression. <laughs> yep. Okay, we better take these kids' slingshots too. <laughs> You know, we're very deadly. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> yeah. What if we Aww. use a technical just suck, just squeeze your cheek? Oh. <laughs> very powerful <laughs> I can kill you with my hands oh, you still use your hands <laughs> Stop it. they probably could night. do it with their brains <laughs> uh, alright so yeah so you guys have some time alright I'm going to do a little recovery roll mm-hmm. there we go all's better so do we have a game plan so apparently that see we, that, that interdimensional thing has been here for a couple million year, years nothing to worry about it's the same as the the entity. Oh no. That might just be like 
the seed or something like that. Does it's that sound like a thing? It's supposed to come from if, if I've done a, my job. If there, if you find the 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 seed of a weed, do you just leave it there because eh, it's not a problem yet? Um, you know, there's a fruit that hangs on the side of the mountain where I, I I'm at, and it is a dormant fruit, and it will remain dormant unless there's a particular bird that flies near it, and then it turns into ivy, which grabs the bird, pulls it in, eats it, devours it, and then multiplies. But it's for a very specific bird. And it will remain this fruit for hundreds of years until this specific bird flies near it. And all the color drains from Moral's face. What? What if this thing is that fruit and we've just brought Moral in front of it? To be fair, I had no say in coming here. I'm just saying, I mean, we don't want another whaleton of us taking, destroying an entire civilization. It's been around for billions of years. I have a lot on my conscience now, but this- I think we'd risk destroying all the civilizations. Imagine the shins for this kind of contract. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> As you actually look in partial disgust at uh at Tagos and he's looking off in the air, you do notice a, f- a flash of color across of his armor. And what looks like uh his his shield. What does your original shield look like? It was it came originally from um it, yeah, it came from the Battle of uh, Schaffenhagen or whatever we were. Uh, the yeah. the place with no st- no sky. Yes, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a your average Captain America style half you know like round shield. The style of it changes. What does the new style of this shield suddenly look like? <clears throat> uh, the so Tegos isn't paying attention. He's looking around and he's he's grimacing, squinting his eyes, and clearly in a more nefarious mindset. Um, probably you all would guess knowing him probably because this is where he goes when he's scared, you know, you monetize things, you, 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 um, condense them into numbers. Uh, and the shield, um, on his back folds up like a paper fan and then unfolds again. And it is a, uh, flat, uh, shield that, um, that is still, uh, circular. It's more of a, uh, more of a, um, not, not circle, but, uh, more oblong. Oval. I'm sorry. Oval. oval. Thank you. Uh, an oval. And it, uh, <clears throat> and it shimmers and it shows, uh, face of Tagos and of a, uh, an African American, uh, man, uh, wearing some sort of very space agey looking bodysuit. And then they both kind of dissipate and then it's just a palm print as if it was a palm print against a piece of glass, and it slides down a little bit. What the hell is going on with your shield? What? Um, oh. I'm I'm actually touching you and spinning you around because you said the shield was on your back. We don't have to do this here, kid. Nope, nope, nope. And, and I'm I'm kind of spinning your shield around uh, towards spinning you around so people can see your shield as it does this little uh, show of. It was a circle. Now yes. it's an oval now, and there's 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 people on it, and they're talking, and then they're vanishing, and now they're. And I kind of lean back as I see the handprint press against it and slide down. All right, well, that was entertaining. Maybe that's what happens when it gets wet. Lying. Too bad. <laughs> 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 oh, I forgot that part. <laughs> what? The I don't hell think that's what happens on? when it gets wet. It's gotten wet before. What the hell's going on with you? What's with your shield? The shield is a um, 
it's a, it's a shield. Maybe this is what happens when it gets wet. We've, you've already used that. Maybe it's what happens. <laughs> you just know. Maybe it's what happens when we get close to the entity. Does that sound? It sounds plausible. It it's it sounds like he believes that. Okay. But you also do know he's hiding something. Yeah. Is that something that you know or something that you hope is true? Oh, we're back into the theory department. All right, look, fine. <clears throat> it's I don't think you can be mad about people questioning you right now. I can. Well, you shouldn't be. How about that? There's a lot of things I shouldn't do. Who is the guy you're talking to? That was your face and somebody else's. Who was the? He was, uh, I describe him as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm Beric. I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite a little bit turning into an artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have anything on me, so I, can, I can't draw, but I describe it then. Yeah. All right, fine. It's entirely possible that we're going to be rent asunder by a bunch of cephalopods with a massively old um, uh, civilization. I learned when I was in the uh, Anatheum that I am, in fact, not entirely the Smiling Jackal. And I will try to keep this concise because we all have a lot of baggage to deal with, not the least of which is partially my fault. So... Uh, there is an organization somewhere in one of the other dimensions. Please, please bear with me. I just, I know how stupid this sounds. And they were aware of this creature, this entity that we are involved with. And they sent one of their soldiers in a mission to obtain a cipher that existed in our world that they believed would stop this creature. And in order to do so through transdimensional something or other, I don't know, perhaps you can tell me, physical transportation is not possible against such a massive amount of the crushing void of space. So they sent his intellect through the void into a uh, a person that was connected enough in order to be uh, applicable to the uh, the mission, who would be able to appear and disappear, and would have the capacity to become whatever chameleon would be necessary in whatever civilization they found themselves in in the ninth world, and it was me. And soul transference. Yes, I suppose. Um. Nothing of value would be lost, and instead a body that is ripe with muscle memory of how to kill and fight and disappear would be an asset. It did not go entirely to plan. The creature found out. Again, through some sort of, I don't know, signal hijacking, perhaps? Instead of effortlessly going into the body of the Smiling Jackal, it ran into it like a crash, and both entities, uh, both psyches shattered, and what was left was me. I'm not apparently who I said I have been. And for the first time in my life, I had no idea. Uh, so. I still did what I did. This is not an excuse, it is a circumstance. That's that. And this shield, I get brief flashes, but this person was some sort of defense administrator. And the thing that it was here 
he was here to find was morale. You are the cipher that he was looking for. Morale looks confused and then sad and then angry. This is which the- is not something that you've seen from Morale, I don't know, ever. Mm. Anger isn't something you associate with I Morale. I will say one other thing. You have a brief memory of the few times that the entity talked to you. He did call you its cipher. I hate. I hate. I hate. I hate this thing. I hate whatever it is. I want it gone. I want it destroyed. I want it wiped from the face of all of existence. Well, you heard of the lady. Well, there's some more interesting news from what I've been able to glean from memories that are, in fact, not mine, or they are. Hmm. In the grander scheme of things, as I as I know myself to assess situations, everyone is an asset. Everyone is a potential tool to be used. In the tapestry of these conditions, I do not believe that us meeting and our interwoven situations is in itself inexplicable. I think that the being that was supposed to be in my body was placed here, knowing that in times of martial strife, one of the greatest fighters the Ninth World has ever seen would be by my side. Two of them. That there is a an anomalous creature that is looking for a better way to be once he found out whatever that was would be by my side. Uh, honestly, I think assessing you as a cipher was a mistake. Ciphers are to be used. They do not have agenda. And I think if anything went wrong, it was that thing and this person's organization not understanding exactly what kind of force they were dealing with. All of you. In some very distant part of my mind in the darkness, the three of you together terrifies me. Because the universe could not know what you could do. So, before we drown... I don't want to do anything. I just want to learn things and research and and find and find my family. And we're going to do that. I didn't what want we, any what, of this. No, what we want doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you find your family. It doesn't matter if I get my brother back. This is a quest. This is about faith. This is the fate of our world, the ninth world, the entire world. No one wants to be the people who sacrifice everything. No one wants to be forced to go on a quest, but that's not what this thing is. It's not here to make us happy or to make sure our schedules align. It's just here to consume and use us as a cipher, as an energy source, I'm willing to give up everything to save everyone. 
and it's disappointing that we all might have to give up everything to save everyone. But Maral, I'm sorry, at this point, I hope we can save your people. I hope I can grab Vekas and hold him tight and tell him I'm sorry that I'll never, we'll never be able to see Narian again. But we need to start looking at this for what it is. The fate of the world, the fate of all of us, our enemies, our friends, our loved ones, they're at risk of being extinguished. And we need to put all all regrets, all hate aside, just to focus on that. I don't know who the hell you are anymore, Tagos. I guess I'll call you Tagos to make this easy. I will work by your side, and we will get through this together. But you need to... You need to realize what you need to become. Because it sounds like you were a hero that got pushed into a... A killer. And now you're just trying to swim to whatever side seems easier, because that at least gives you a title. But that's... I don't know if we need a hero, and I don't know if we need a killer, or if we need a combo, but I need you to make a choice. Because we all need to make a choice to go at this and sacrifice everything. This thing thinks it can use us. No. You can't use us. Because we define it. And how I define it is the thing we're going to destroy. I mean, that's fair. I'll be honest. I was made to basically kill everyone. Or at least, you know, enough people that this whole thing wouldn't be a problem anymore. Quit that job, because that was horrible. I mean, I got no problem with killing if I have to, but... I'm like a year old. This world is actually pretty interesting. I'm not done with it yet. Just because I don't want to do the job the way they wanted me to do it doesn't mean I don't want to do the job. Let's stop that thing. We have all the tools. I got shit to eat. We have all the shit we need. We have the song that can end the world. Why does it have to be our world? Why not that thing's? That thing's a world eater. Let's end his world. Yep. Maral is the one that can unlock it. We're the one that can protect you. We got this. And now we're stuck inside. And I just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> so done. So now let's just sit here for the next 28 hours. 28 hours. <laughs> until we get summoned by a bunch of octopuses. <laughs> so everybody ready? Great. Sit down, take a break, take a breather. There's an overhead shot. We all put our hands in the center, including the two extra hands that I've got. And we're like, okay, let's do this. And then it just... Cuts through the winding stuff. Oh yeah, like the, the soaring orca- orchestra comes in. Because I, I probably have a, an oddity on me that does that. Aww. And then it cuts 
to us outside the uh, I'm here with your meals. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows us an awkward, it's like that shawarma scene at the end of yeah. like Avengers where we're just eating. The Tango's pulled out a card deck from somewhere, yeah. like playing Go Fish. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, is, it is seaweed and sushi. Yeah. Eh, actually, I'll, I'll eat sushi. I think, yeah. yeah Vec, uh, Varric's one of those people that, you know, fish isn't vegetables. Pescatarian. It's pes- yeah. He's a pescatarian more, but... Yeah, yeah, fish don't actually have brains, and every outside of, the, of our bubble is just like <gasps> <laughs> that's racist. Yeah. Tagos is going to carve up his fugu very delicately with a trained uh, uh, whisk of knives and offer the wildly poisonous uh, fish that uh, pops one of the bits of meat into his mouth and chews it. Anyone else? Ah. Very rare. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Cohen immediately takes some. <laughs> yeah, you're, with your stomach, you're fine. Yeah, he's just like... <laughs> that, that one's poison. Oh, that's poison. The meat over here is... Oh, <laughs> you use one of the spines as like a toothpick. Yep. Do we see... I'm just curious as I'm looking outside. Because we can see like the outside... Like, yeah. are we in a, like, we're just in a bubble, pretty you're much. You're essentially right? in a bubble. There's one There's one porthole where you can see, a, a glass porthole where you can see the guards looking at you. I'm, I'm just curious if they, we can see outside, like, just the Oh, yeah, I'm going to say there's, the there's like, a, there's a, yeah, you can see the world. Do we see any of those, like, whales, those giant whales? Just out of curious, because we've only, we've only seen one that was on top mm-hmm. of, like, do we see them out here, just, like, a bunch of them just swimming? Like, you do, do we... see a lot of different species. You can't, because you're, it's a small hole. Oh, and of there's, course. Yeah, I'm but, just kind of watching that, because this, yeah. this is weird. Yeah. I, I, I don't go you, underwater. Yeah, and you do see a lot of differing species, bizarre species that you you realize you probably will never see again if you ever leave this place. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting inspiration. But yeah, we're, we're, we're just waiting. I mean, okay. we, we've done the uh, the awesome speech, but now it's just kind of like on their time, unless we want to charge the porthole. <laughs> Actually, Tegos reaches into his, um, <clears throat> puts out his hand, and then one of the other hands in his jacket digs into the jacket, and then hands him what looks like a big bowl of yellow gloop. Not a bowl of yellow glue, but it's kind of like Nickelodeon Gak. It just like lands with a slap into his hand. And he said, well, kid, I'm glad you actually brought up a lot of the things that I've been looking into. And he flicks his wrist and the goop becomes a shimmer of like uh, digital bits and then lands in his hand as a giant book. I got this from, I got this from the library right before we disappeared. Apparently, they can have some uses. But um, <clears throat> I was thinking about all of the things we've been discussing since we met, and I realized that just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean it doesn't have some validity when it comes to our situation. And that is why I grabbed The Adventurer's Myth, <clears throat> A History and Theory of Adventuring and Heroism. If there is anything about what we are doing that has any sort of historical context, it's in this book. This is an actual rundown of how to save people and how it's been done in the past. I'm not reading it. I'm going. I'm going to see if they have a bathroom. <laughs> Marl here. Takes it. We're <laughs> all write a report on it and get, get into us at the end. I'm going to take a oh, quick five second uh, break to go pee. Yeah. Um, that's why Takeos is going to knock on the door. And are there facilities here? Let me grow one. Give me a minute. Oh, that's. Mm. Oh, he means in the rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can spit on me too. Coral. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
we're feeling so far about the story? Everything good? good? Yeah. Everything yeah. it's supposed to be? It's basically turning into a Final Fantasy game. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're off to kill God. This, this, yeah. This is Numenera. It gets weird. And this is essentially, it's, it's a far first. future new DD. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this, is, this is basically Final Fantasy. Like, yeah. a ragtag bunch of, uh, <laughs> of weird looking and, you know, and mostly young individuals yeah. out to, who've been wandering the countryside doing random quests <laughs> and gathering items. <laughs> And now we're near and now the end the game, boss. and we're, yep. we're going to go kill God. Yes. This is Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay But with did it. we hoard enough potions? Yeah. We won't. It doesn't matter. We're not going to use them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get to the final battle with 99 Phoenix Downs, you end the final battle with 98 Phoenix Downs. <laughs> so you guys, uh, after a couple of hours, not 28, more like five or six, the porthole opens, and in comes Nikor. You have been summoned uh, to meet... Uh, the queen. I mean, last time we did that. Okay, let's get ready for the production. <laughs> uh, and also, while uh, the five or six hours has passed, Tegos actually will occasionally grab the book from Moral, passing it like back and forward. Um, it's just that it, specifically clever characters don't do long term like studying very well, so he'll. He's basically looking up the YouTube instructions. <laughs> He's like just glancing at it, and then he'll hand it back after ten minutes. Reading one hundred and one. What the fuck? This is awful. Yeah, and yeah, you're let out with uh, Nightcore and some other guards, and you uh, after going through a couple of corridors, going through, going swimming up a couple of times, and you go into what is essentially a large circular ballroom, immensely huge. Around you, swimming and having uh, literally like grabbing fish that are flying that are swimming by and eating them are just dozens upon dozens of octopi. And you're eventually led towards one end where floating in what looks like a coral chair, sitting in a coral chair, is a a majestic looking octopus. A a made of like of silverish in color, almost metallic, with these massive uh, horns and and the tip of her uh, each of her tentacles are these uh, just metallic talons. And sure. be, right beside her is a is a dark, deep, dark red octopus with uh, you. It's hard to describe octopi eyes, but these look like angry eyes staring at you, with like just a squint, Eric, and with like a numerous horns upon his head. Varric, find their general and dance. <laughs> It's, I'm and, not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> you see, the, we're not we're not there yet. <laughs> and you see, uh, you see the Nyker goes like, uh, "My queen, uh, these are the humans that appeared in uh, my home, and um, I will lead you to it." And he starts to float away. Good luck. Float, float, float. Not a human. Close enough. And he floats away. I I bow I'm my the head. Janet of the group. Mm-hmm. I bow my head respectfully, as okay. us humans are known to do. No idea if that's the proper etiquette here. Okay. Yeah. Moral tries to bow, but bowing when there's water everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's just like kind of does a flip. Yep. I grab her foot and just kind of set her back down. <laughs> a flourished bow using his cape and his extra arms, and he bows deeply. She looks a little impressed. Cohen just waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've eaten so. your ancestors. <laughs> They were delicious. I would like to uh, put in uh, a complaint about the fish. <laughs> there wasn't enough of them. So I am aware, aware, well aware, that you suddenly appeared in the home of one of my citizens. Mm-hmm. Could you perhaps please explain to yourself in detail what had occurred? And everyone looks at Tegas. 
Greetings, Your Majesty. I'm a bard. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Your Majesty. Thank you very much for your hospitality. Your city is resplendent, and I expect nothing less from a ruler who commands such a presence in such a large area. I would give more of a presentation to those with loose ears, but perhaps they would like to respect the space of Her Majesty by, and he holds up uh, air quotations, dancing a little bit further away from a very private conversation. And I look around to the dancers. Wow. Okay, I need you to give me a 15, mm -hmm. uh, I'll say intimidation or diplomacy roll. Yeah, okay. I don't think I have any of that. I think I have persuasion. I love persuasion. It's okay. Um, okay, so 15, 13, nine. 12. So you'll, you'll go down to 13. 12, yeah. 9. Oh, 9. And I will. So they bring it down to 9. And I will spend the rest to succeed. There's a, there's a pause from some of the. And then I will spend three more points to get a minor <laughs> success. <laughs> You love that ability. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it cost me. I'm like bleeding out the nose. Yeah. But uh, I will say, like, normally they would just look at you and then look at the queen. They instinctually start bombing away, which impresses the queen. It doesn't affect the queen because she's the queen. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, yeah. it wasn't directed at. Oh, yeah, yeah. But but she just she looks at the octopi. Half the octopi like realize what they're doing before they stop. It's like, w wait a second. Did this human? And, octopi and the queen goes, hmm, intriguing. And she waves a tentacle. And they start bobbing the rest of the way away. And you're having a private conversation with the queen, except that the red uh, octopi is still there, still beaming at you. Forgive me, your majesty, but in my experience, courtly politics follow a certain blueprint. And there are always uh, hangers-on, or should I say, bottom feeders, in every courtly intrigue. <laughs> Continue, honored one. My friends and I are... <laughs> Varric just gave Tagos a look. Are here on a quest. Ugh. What? And you hear the red guy go like, I told you so, my majesty. I told you so. They're just adventurous. Is the vernacular of the topside. But, much like you would no doubt understand with your species millennia of experience terminology is often limited but will evolve we are not adventurers so to speak we are simply put we are capable people seeking to rid this planet of a very impending danger this planet also belonging to you we thought that it would behoove us to address you personally. We were sent here via a nanite technology to your city. Words that were burned from our minds the moment we spoke them. Old nanites. And we are here to ask, to implore you, please, do you know anything about a creature. And Tego slowly takes off a ring from his finger. And he closes it in his hand. Now I have a blue glow ring that I've had for a while. It's just a oddity. 
and I'm going to use hedge magic to change the color to the exact hue of blue of the creature and slowly open it with a flourish. That glows like this and consumes entire realities. Interesting. That being there indicates that it is uh, finally awakening, correct? Unfortunately, many of us have already fallen victim in some facets to this creature. That is annoying. We're not, we're not even ready to leave this dimension yet. Ugh, I'm sorry, what? We're going to prepare so much. Wait, you're just going to leave? Well, that was one of the plans, yes. And you hear the red one go forward like, That was the only plan, your majesty. Oh, saucy. <laughs> Which one of you is the one it's connected to? I <laughs> nudge morale forward. Showtime. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. He squints even deeper at you. Uh, I don't like it. I didn't ask for it. Ugh. My majesty, it's obvious this creature has no way of stopping the entity. I suggest we trap her, put her in another space or something Who to ensure- Who are you? I understand the queen's importance. I don't know of you. I am her- you, you don't seem to understand of how her importance. So I think it's important for everyone to introduce your, uh, everyone. This is morale of the Liko Hado clan. She is the lone survivor, and she has traveled literally across the entire world to be here to have an audience with the greatest queen of all creation. No human, I bet, has ever done this. Now, if she has faced off with monsters, ghosts, gods themselves coming at her to stop her from this meeting, and she has persevered and made it here to stand right here to talk to the queen not you the queen so please could i have an introduction queen if that's such allowed of who you are and why i should care what you have to say because i've already seen what she has to say and she's proven it time and time again she has a lot to say but it's usually right so who are you XP for Billy for this yes, and XP the last. If we had, uh, just write it down somewhere. Yeah, just jot it down yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And you do hear, and you do hear a chuckle from the queen. Oh, hear a telepathic chuckle. <laughs> I am Cyphorus, head advisor to the queen of over five hundred thousand years, and the one that knows that this little one, looking at morale, will most likely not succeed. If she goes in, she will most likely prematurely begin the growth of this creature, preventing us from leaving this dimension. Hmm. So she has done in 22 years what you cannot in millennia. Fascinating. <clears throat> she didn't run. And we have yet survived. Do you really think she has the capability of stopping this creature? Honestly? Hey, I've seen her go up against literal gods. Well then, she can prove it. And you see, you see the queen snap her head to the, snap her head to the octopus. You can't be serious. Yes, I am my queen. If you'll allow it, of course. The queen looks at. All right. 
and then she presses something on her on her coral chair and there's the, the suddenly there's a light glow the, the the coral is basically a grayish color turns to a bluish color and everyone's head snapped towards the throne and start going forward slowly the camera rotates to the back of all of the adventurers tagos is standing with his hands folded in front of him but behind him the two arms on his jacket are brandishing his his uh, ring blade and his newly formed shield and you see this Cyphorus come swim slowly towards morale little one do you really think you have what it takes to stop this entity are you willing to take the challenge and you see excitement from all the octopi Answer cervix or whatever his name is. <laughs> I'm just wait. What was it called again? The uh, the glow glow challenge. challenge. We've done the challenge. Please, yeah. <laughs> Please. Yep. Tell me you've got something new. Moral looks very unsure, but you know, again, this this is our our video game moment. Yeah. We're heading towards the final boss, and she's gonna look at all of her friends, who seem to have belief in her. <laughs> And she'll say, I can do it. You heard her, Octopi. Tonight, we shall go to the Debatorium. And you see around her, numerous tentacle legs go up again. Debate, 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 debate. Hey everybody, this is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember... The ink monster wants to eat you!